excited for today's episode. I have to show you what I just did. I think we all saw you. Huh? <laughs> um, first of all, I think that um, a 10 minute get ready intro is too much because I'm a squirrel. And I just ordered something on Amazon. Well, they don't see a 10 minute intro. <laughs> they only see the two minute, but we're sitting here at 10 minutes counting down. Oh, wait, hold on. You can't see it. No. Can you see it? Touch your screen. It's dark. Oh. A crown. You ordered a crown. Uh-huh. Good morning, everyone. We are so excited for today's episode. It's a really good topic. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about how the traditional real estate team is broke. Broken. Broken, 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 broken. We oh, are so excited about that crown. I'm sorry. We are so excited about your crown. I'm going to wear it next week. <laughs> and everyone's going to tell me different. Your daughter might. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about why we believe that the traditional team model is broken. And we are not sorry. We said what we said, and we're going to tell you why. Um, we think that it is super important topic to talk about today. Um, and we know that you guys all have tons of opinions, and we would love to hear them all. And sometimes, you know, we stay really quiet um, because we don't want um, to be those agents who are not, who are in your face about a lot of things. But we really, you know, when I started this group years ago in 2018, um, you know, the goal for this group and the goal for my personal team and everything has always been to really help other agents grow and be the best that they can be individually. And of course, keep all their money as much as they can um, and, you know, just meet their own goals, right? So, you know, and, you know, going off of that too, you know, that's why we're here every week. That's why we participate. You know, you guys are important to us and, um, you know, there's no reason to recreate the wheel and all of this stuff, but we've all learned from our mistakes and, you know, why not you guys take more control of your business and everything? Okay. So that's why we're going to be talking about why we think the traditional team model is broken and the alternatives around that. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've both been on teams in the past. We've been on, we, our friendship was created when we were on the same real estate team. Um, and I've been on other teams since then. And nothing felt right ever. Nothing ever felt right. And, um, I have to say that the reason it didn't feel right is because the model is broken and we need to figure out how to make it. I think we've figured out a great way to make it unbroken. Um, it's not going to be right for everybody, 
And I think that's the coolest thing about real estate is that it allows you to run your business the way you want to run it, yep. not how somebody says you have to run it. Um, but what we've noticed, and by all of the agents that we've talked to, been around, um, hung out with, worked with, they all kind of feel the same way. Like everyone loves their, it's like a love-hate relationship. I think that would be the best way to describe yeah. being on a team. It is a love-hate relationship, a traditional team. Yeah. And, and I we, think- um, <clears throat> we struggled with this topic a lot when we were going through it because we didn't want to step on anyone's toes. That was really important to us. And then, so we probably spent like an hour staring at each other yesterday trying to figure out how to make this happen. And then we both like took a step back and we were like, no, that's not the point of this. Like we have spent several episodes with some really like good technical information. And today we're going to kind of get in our feelings. And I think that's really important for us all to understand why we're here and make sure that everyone here is on kind of the same page as us and make sure that you are in the right place. Right. Yeah. And I also think, you know, a lot of times people are very misled, you know, their promise, you know, the entire world and everything about joining teams and brokerages in general. And I think, you know, that that's already set up, you know, like wrong, like people just go in and they're like, oh, you're, we're going to give you all these leads. We're going to, you know, give you, you know, you can have all the freedom you want. You can do whatever you want and and you're just going to have unlimited amount of money and and you're going to be are, a multi-million dollar producer. You're going to be a top agent your first year in real estate. You and you're not going to do, do anything. You're you not going to do that, do that on anything. your own. You we have, have a whole team. We have a whole team for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I agree. So we've been I, there. Like, through the washing machine, been there. Hung out and dry at some time, at some points. Yeah. And, you know, I want to preface this entire episode today as, you know, there are people on, you know, traditional team models and they're very happy and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. We're going to discuss why we think that the traditional model is broken and you might not actually be on a real traditional team if everything is working the way that you want it to. Okay. Um, We are not trying to put anyone down or their businesses, their business model, the company they work with, their team or anything like that. Um, because everybody's goals and visions are completely different. And that's one of the big reasons why we're having this conversation today. Yeah. So I think also, though, that um, the world is just changing, right? So like as the world changes, we have to change, whether it's our business or our team structure. When the world changes, we have to mold into what's happening if we're going to stay relevant. Yes. We can't stay complacent. And I think that the traditional model is very complacent. It it was created and nobody goes off of it now. So let's talk about what a typical traditional model team looks like. Hold on a second. I'm having just a little technical difficulty. Okay. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. These have to go. They quit working on me. I don't know what happened. Died. Can you still hear me? Okay, though. Yes. Okay. Um. So what did you just say? I'm so sorry. They just quit working. I said let's um go through and talk about what the traditional model looks like. Okay. So what do do you want me to start? Go ahead. 
Okay, so what I've noticed on the teams that I've been on is usually you have a rainmaker or a team leader. Mm -hmm. That team leader is the HBIC, right? The head bitch in charge. That's right. And then you have your admin support. The way it should be created is that you have your admin support first. From your admin support, then you usually have a buyer's agent or multiple buyer agents. And then you have your listing agents and your, I guess the more you go off of that and you can have showing assistants, you can have your transaction coordinators um, and insights. Some people have inside sales agents who do their lead generation for them. So each team is different, but the main idea of it is you have this tree trunk and then you have your Team leader, rainmaker up here, and then your branches are your agents. Right. Typically, you're going to split your paychecks, your commission checks, with your team leader. Mm -hmm. And in return, you're going to get the benefits of a team. Correct. So typically, so there's you know two ways of this sort of thing. This can be just the entire like brokerage is like this. Okay. Or you have a team within inside a brokerage that's like this, okay? So then you also have, when it comes to the financial part of that, you have your splits with the brokerage, and then you have your splits with the team. Correct. And those, you know, those can vary. I would say the typical one is 50-50. Yeah, I think that's um, what you hear most often. Um, and then that's, you know, just with the rainmaker or the team leader, and then your brokerage split, your franchise fee, depending where you're at. Um, but that that's pretty, you know, across the board, typical, traditional model um, and that sort of thing. So, you know, with the typical model like that, it's, you know, a lot of people when there are new agents starting out, it's really great because their, you know, their team is already set up and functioning. They're getting leads. They have admin support. So they're not having to do, you know, all the paperwork and stuff once it goes through. Right. Well, real estate is really scary. Like getting into real estate. I mean, it, it's scary and it's overwhelming. We go through like, first of all, you've just been through this pre-licensing class, however long it is in your state, you probably were rushed through it learned everything like a fire a fire hose like you're drinking out of the fire hose and then you go and take this test you study for the test you stress about the test you fail the test at least once if you're normal yeah don't feel bad if you fail it <laughs> if you're normal you will fail at least once and then you're like just set out into the wild to start helping people make these crazy financial decisions and that's a lot of stress. So why would you not want somebody to help you? Right. And you're going to be, you know, brought into that. They're going to take you under the wing because the reality is, is whatever you learned in real estate school and getting your license doesn't actually help you in selling real estate. I would think how, probably... many, <laughs> how many square feet are in an acre? 47,000 square 47,256, I bet. That's impressive. Google it. It's one of those weird things because nobody should remember it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then you also would get, you know, your marketing would be paid for, um, your startup costs, you would have training. 
Um, you would have a team CRM and systems and, you know, all of this stuff. So that is, you know, some of the really big things that people get really excited about and love, um, you know, the team and just the, the team part, like, oh, I have like my whole, you know, squad to be a part of. And, you know, we're going to be in the trenches together sort of thing. Right. I think you feel official too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're jumping into somebody else's, you know, branding, you're jumping into, you know, a team is really like a, a different office. So you're just jumping in and you're, you know, you're hired, you're ready to go. They've got everything set up. Right. Um, it's like, I'm good enough to be on the team. They want me. They like me. Yeah. You love it. You love it. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about in the past before too, you know, like about entering, um, interviewing other brokerages and stuff because, you know, real estate is so different because you're commission based. So you really pay, you know, your brokers and they don't pay you. So pretty much every office wants everyone. So that's why, you know, you get that feeling. You're like, oh my God, they love me. They, they're ready for me to sign the contract and join the firm today. And you walk away so excited, like, oh my God, I just nailed that interview. When actually, if, you know, that was part of pre-licensing, you would have learned that you should have been interviewing these brokerages and been like, what can you offer me? That's right. So, um, you know, that's one thing that I really wish that people told new agents or people who are, you know, in the beginning stages of thinking about getting their license because they don't know that. And, you know, it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know, right? That's right. Yeah, it would be nice if there was like a disclaimer on the test maybe like yeah. somewhere on the class maybe when you sign up that says you don't have to settle yeah like you hold the cards when it comes to choosing where you want to be which is nice because that's yeah. the whole reason we became entrepreneurs so we've talked a little bit about you know what the traditional team model looks like um, so let's talk about you know what people are saying what you guys are saying is missing in that traditional team model. Well, I'm going to go one step backwards first. Okay. Elsa, um, one second. If anybody is watching this and you guys want to comment, make sure you allow StreamYard and post your comments so we can bring you on screen. Um, I think that, like, I can actually pinpoint when the traditional team broke. Okay. And it was with COVID. Everything shifted when COVID hit. I do think that had a big part. Yeah. People don't want the same life that they wanted in December of 2019, which was 7,810 years ago. <laughs> it does feel like it. <laughs> People don't want that life anymore. I think before, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what caused the shift. I just know that when COVID hit, and we went into our lockdowns, our um, hibernations, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I mean, some agents in some, we are in North Carolina, we were so lucky. Like we had people go to bat for us and they kept real estate essential. But other states, they weren't even allowed to call people on the phone to create business. So... Mm -hmm. We all went to sleep in December of 2019. Do I have the year right, 2019? Yes. And then we woke up to a whole new world of real estate. Everything changed practically overnight. Yeah. Basically and people, 
more people got into real estate, number one, because people wanted to work for themselves. I mean, they went to sleep with a job and woke up like, do I have a job anymore? Are they going to cut me back? I need to be in control of my income. And in my opinion, becoming a real estate agent is probably one of the easiest businesses to start. Yeah. And I think people think it's one of the easiest businesses yes. to be a part of as well. Yes. Um, and then so many, you know, all of our classes went online, which yeah. created so many, you know, so many opportunities for people that they didn't have before to be able to become licensed. Yeah. And then so, all the people that were home. Yeah. But I think that also people don't want to be in an office anymore or mm -hmm. they do want to be in an office because they need that separation. We learned real quick what life work balance was when we were stuck in our houses for what that time period, right? I mean, I remember, do you remember like when COVID first started? Um, like we rushed out and found an elliptical. Like this is so silly to think about, but this is like where we've come from. I remember like looking at Facebook Marketplace and trying to get an elliptical because I was worried I wasn't going to be able to go outside and walk around. <laughs> and I was like, if I'm going to be stuck in my house, I'm going to be skinny. The exact opposite. <laughs> and I ate a lot more. I drank the COVID-15. Yeah. So I, that's just, I know I went on kind of a rant with that, but I think that that's what broke the traditional model is COVID and the lifestyle changes that have come with that. We're not the same people that we were two years ago. Yeah. And I don't work for people anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of people really took this step back and they're like, they realized that they could lose their incomes at the drop of a hat. Like people never thought that anything like this could ever happen. And the fact that people were being, laid off or businesses were being shut down because of COVID outbreaks or because of restrictions in the towns and the states and, you know, all that stuff. And people were really freaked out, you know, I mean, it yeah. affected a lot of things. That and I think it's scary. It was very scary. Yeah. I used and to I park my groceries down with Lysol wipes when I brought them home. Right. And I think that at that time, you know, people really started thinking about, you know, their income and where that would go. Um, and how they could have any type of incomes and stuff that would not be affected, you know, by something like this. So then people started thinking of different types of revenue streams and passive income, um, you know, rentals and investments and, you know, these revenue streams that wouldn't be affected so much like that. And, you know, a lot of real estate agents, you know, we were very lucky where we're at in North Carolina that our real estate just boomed during the height of COVID. Um, and we were actually designated as essential personnel. So we were still allowed to do everything where some people weren't. So, you know, the fact that a lot of agents and stuff actually started different types of side hustles as well. You know, they would right. start selling, you know, different trainings um, and coaching, um, lots of different things with inside their brokerages. So it really opened up a lot of growth opportunities as well. Hashtag boss pig. That's right. All right, let's talk about what their traditional teams are lacking now um, and what you guys have said, what we have learned from our own experience as well. Um, 
you know, between the two of us, we've been on like 15 different teams. Some more than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, although it's the opposite way. <laughs> That's right. All right. So um, let's see. So one of the things that you guys mentioned was time. You're not always able to make your own time because when you're on a team, you are typically set to, you know, designated lead days or hours or, you know, set to office time where you have to be in your office. You have people you have to answer to or they'll hunt you down, right? They will find you. That's right. So next. Um, money. You got to share that. You have to share your money when you're on a team. I and don't to. so I think that everything, you know, you, you get this new position on a team, you are a buyer's agent and you go out and you show this house, you get it under contract, and then you see your split. Mm -hmm. And then you go, well, wait a second. I put all these hours into showing the houses. I put the contract, I wrote the contract. And then I have to give away half of my money to the team. Then I have to give away a percentage because I'm a new agent. And I haven't quite capped yet within my brokerage. If your brokerage even has a cap. Yeah. What other fees go along with that? Plus you take money out for your taxes. If <laughs> some of us take money out for what, what is taxes. Dear IRS, I pay my taxes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that there's a big disconnect when that first commission check hits and you realize what you did and how much you gave away. Or if you're at a company who has teams and solo agents and you sit back and you find out <laughs> what a solo agent is making at the office. Yeah, because you're sitting there having lunch and you're like, oh, I got my first commission check. Me too. What was yours? Oh, do people talk about that? I don't think they really do. But <laughs> well, you know, and then the fact that you're thinking, oh, wait, I have to sell twice as many homes as a solo agent. Now, this is just typical. Don't come after me. You have to sell twice as many homes when you're on a team because you're 50-50 split right. to a solo agent who's, you know, 100%. I'm not talking about their split with their, their brokerage because, you know, that's different yeah. and everything. Well, I remember you have to sell double. my very first year, like in full-time sales. Mm -hmm. And um, you were the person I went to with this because we had our award ceremony coming up and I was like, yay, I am going to get the million dollar award, which in fairness though, at the time, I think our average price point was like $125,000. No joke. Yeah. 150. Yeah. And I was like, I got it. I'm going to get this. And then you were like, no, you're not. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and you're like, no, seriously. You're, do you remember this conversation? Did I hurt your feelings? <laughs> no, you didn't. But I left the office with my jaw on the floor because I just realized that I did the work right. and got half of the production amount. Right. So I thought that I did a million dollars in production yeah. and I did 500,000 and that sucked, man. Yeah. It yeah. Sucked. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it felt. It cuts you right in half. It did. Um, okay. So self-branding. This one was really big with me. This one was huge for me when I got out of 
real estate school. Actually, I did interview brokerages. I interviewed two, which was still probably not, I should have done more for myself at that time. However, it, you know, everything happens for a reason, firm believer in that. Um, but I did interview two brokerages and this is when I realized how important branding was. The first brokerage that I went to, their branding was only for their brokerage. You okay. can put your own name on the sign, right? No, you cannot put your own name on the sign. You don't put your own phone number. It is the office and the office phone number. Okay. The agents were not even listed on the website at this time. They may be now, but at that time when I interviewed there, they were not. The sweetest office, everybody was so nice, but I walked out of there and I was like, why would anybody ever hire me as an agent? They won't know I even exist. So then when I went to the other brokerage and interviewed and they're like, "My, you're listing your lead, uh, you know, your branding is important to us. You put your name, your cell phone on stuff. You can have your own business cards. You know, you can do all of this. You just have to use our logo, you know, somewhere up in there with the logo guidelines. And I was like, wow, like that's amazing, right? And so from that point on, I, I could never understand why all, I mean, not all, but there are several other brokerages in our area who the main focus point is the brokerage office and not the agent. Well, the same thing is for teams, right? Your team is branded to the rainmaker, the team leader. So even if you have most of these people have the name of the team leader in the team, right? They're the ones getting all the attention. Um, and it really takes away from you. Not only do you lose your individuality, but it's what makes you different. What can you offer, you know, your clients that somebody else can't? And especially if you're on the same team, there's nothing setting you apart. Yeah. Um, freedom is a big thing too, that you give up, um, and that is you most, I've never been on a team that didn't have a team contract. I mean, even our local team that we have here, that um, we have Cherry Point Real Estate here in our area that we're a part of. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we have a, we have a contract. Yeah, we do. But it's, it's more of like an FYI kind of thing, really. It is. It is. And it's just to protect everybody. Um, you know, there are things you have to do when you run a business and that's one of them. Yeah. But every contract is going to look different and you're going to give stuff up when you join a team. You're giving up the freedom to make some of your own decisions. Mm -hmm. um, I'll leave it at that. You give up your freedom to make your own decisions sometimes. Yeah. And with that freedom, you know, you're giving up the control and the growth of, you know, where you want your business to go. And Again, you know, that's different for everybody. There are several people who are very happy with, you know, selling five or six homes a year. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. But when you are on a traditional team, there's usually production guidelines. There are lots of things, everything, honestly, step by step that you are responsible for um, and that you have to answer to other people about. Um, yes, yeah, so if you have hard patch in life, something goes wrong, your grandmother is sick, your kids are struggling with something, your relationship is struggling, you still have to produce because you have a team expecting that from you. Yeah. Yep. 
And if your growth, you know, it's different for everybody, but if your growth looks different and changes throughout the years, you know, you want to be able to have that opportunity to make that change. And all of this is why we choose to be entrepreneurs in the first place. Exactly. And really? what I think... The Our brains are not wired to follow directions of other people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we are. Yep. So um, another thing that I think is big and I'm pretty passionate about this is um, experience and flexibility. So the two of those go hand in hand in this situation because a lot of times when you are on a team, you're given one job. Yeah. And you're, you're supposed to be the expert of that. And I guess if you're explaining the team structure to a client, that makes sense, right? Like I, I work with a team and we have an expert listing agent. She knows everything there is to know about listings and this and that. And we have an expert transaction coordinator. She knows everything there is to know about transactions. We have an expert marketing um, advice, marketing <laughs> producer. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the point to that is usually the way that you are, the way that they find that position for you is like a personality test, right? Yeah. And I've taken multiple <laughs> tests so that I can be put into a box. Yeah. And I don't like being put into a box. And I found that out real fast. Me too. I am I know this is going to come as a surprise to everybody, but I am an extrovert. I love people. And well, I I'm an talk. introvert and I don't want to be put in a box. The minute you tell me that I have to do something, I am against it. <laughs> right. And I, so because I have this personality, right? They're like, oh, you have this big personality. You have to be a buyer's agent. I actually don't fit into the buyer agent category very well because I need, even though I'm an extrovert and I like to talk to people and I like to be out and about, um, and when I'm inside of an office, I kind of like wither away like a little flower. It's really sad actually. Um, but at the same time, my brain is systems. And I can run a system and I can work a system and I can create a system like no other. So that would put me more on like the admin side, the transaction side of things. But I don't want to be just one thing. I want to be all of it because I'm good at all of it and I like all of it. And I choose to have a career that I can be all things. I don't want to be put into a box. I don't like it. It's not as boring either. No, I mean, who wants to do the same damn thing every single day? It's, I don't. It can get mundane. Yeah, it can get mundane. Even though every transaction is not the same, it's still, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm so exhausted of showing homes right now. Or, yeah. you know, you just, you know, you need a break from it. So sometimes, you know, if you do both listings and buyers, it's nice to have that little mix. That's right. Um, one, another thing, you know, with the self-branding that I'm really passionate about, um, is vision. I truly believe that everyone, like Athena was saying, you know, everybody wanted to be entrepreneurs when they got into this. And I really feel like everybody should be able to take their vision for their business because that's what it is. Your own real estate 
license is your business, right? Yeah. So I think that everybody should have their own vision and whatever that looks like for your branding, for your team, you know, for all of this stuff. Um, and then that, you know, really is part of why, you know, I think that the traditional team model is broken is that it's not your vision. It's the team leader's vision that comes to life. Right. That's right. And if you're all, if you're not all working towards the same vision, it's going to go all cockeyed and you're going to be all over the place and no one's going to meet their vision. So if you're a team leader and you have hired these agents and they don't have the same vision as you, you're not going to meet your vision. And all that does is cause frustration for everybody else. Right. So I'm a big believer in collaboration and what we're going to move on to next, because we've been kind of negative Nancy for a few minutes. What we're going to move on to next is basically how we've created this new model that lets you have your cake and eat it too. Chocolate, vanilla, funfetti. Yeah, because we like cake. I like cookies better than cake. Yeah. But um, the reason I said that is because it's just really important to be moving towards the same goal. Like last week I said, there's nothing more unmotivating than working with an unmotivated lead. It's the same thing on a team. If you have one person on that team who's not working towards the same goal or doesn't have the same vision as you, your vision becomes very skewed. It becomes tunnel vision. Yeah. And that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for everybody on yeah. the team. So. So a team can't be all that bad though, right? Are you because, sure? Well, people do it and they make like lots of kajillions of dollars. So it can't be all that bad. Nope. And we took all of the good parts. What are the good parts first? And we created our own model. So the good parts of being on a team or that people, you know, think that they want to be on a team for would be leads admin support, you know, leveraging your team, the showing assistance, the ISAs, um, learning from those around you, masterminding, networking, the support, right? Um, you know, some sort of office space to get together, marketing expenses and materials, accountability. Some people are not, you know, self-workers. They can't, you know, stay on task. You know, I'm talking about you, you extroverted people. <laughs> um, the startup costs and the resources, the boots on the ground, you know, the signs, the websites, the cards, the fees, um, the CRMs, the systems, you know, that all goes together and people don't, you know, know that. So they're looking for the training. They don't go over that in real estate school. No, nothing. Nothing we've talked about today do they go over in real estate they school. A budgeting class for real estate school. That, I'm going to call NAR with that. <laughs> there needs to be a whole section of the workbook. For yeah. budgeting to be a new agent. That is yes. the biggest takeaway from today that I could ever have. Yeah. And a lot, and that's why a lot of people join a team is because, you know, that guaranteed income and stuff, because when you're joining a brokerage, most of the brokerages are like, oh no, you got to be full time. You got to, you know, leave your job. You got to be boots on the ground, ready to go right now. Full time. They want you to be in the office. I mean, some people have desk duty still. Mm -hmm. I think that's still a thing some places. Yep. Um, so anyway. 
All right, so we're gonna pull back the curtains and we're gonna let you see how we run our modern team who we really feel like does best of both worlds, right? Yeah, and this is a vulnerable thing. I think people should really understand that. This is a vulnerable thing for yeah. us because no one else is doing this. Like yeah. you've opened up, you are like the brains behind this and you have opened this up and let me in and let me become a part of this. And nobody's doing this. And when it's actually really hard because when I tell people what we do, I don't know if they don't believe me or if they think I'm just blowing smoke up their butts. Yeah. This is vulnerable for us. So I think people think it's too good to be true. Maybe, but we just want to share it because it's really freaking cool. You can have the best of both worlds. You don't have, you don't have to have a love hate relationship. You can literally just have a love relationship with your team. Yeah, you really can. And that was, you know, the big, that was, you know, my vision for the team was, you know, for everyone to be the best they can be. Um, and, you know, to take all of the good stuff from the team part, because people need that part of it. And also like this model lets people pick and choose what they need and what they want. So tell me how it works. So you're going to get on the team? Yes. So that's one of the big questions that I get asked all the time about people coming and wanting to join our team. Now, for our team, you do not have to be, you know, local to our area at all. With our modern model, it's worldwide, okay? But people are always like, oh, does your brokerage provide leads? I see it in all of the real estate groups all the time. Which brokerage provides leads? And 99% of them do not Well, they say leads. they do. Yes. They say and they do. And if you're on a traditional team model, you will, but you will have a 50-50 split for them. But right? it's also usually like we bought... So most lead systems, right, are um, you get a set amount of leads per month, right? So then those leads get distributed among everybody else. Right. So if you have a, if you're getting 250 leads a month, that's a whole heck of a lot of leads. But if you have 300 agents, we all know because we've gone through the lead conversion that we talked about two weeks ago, how to get those leads and how to convert them. Yeah. You're not going to convert every lead. So if you're getting one lead a month. Yeah. That's not a value proposition right there. Sorry. It's not. It, it's completely useless. So also, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Okay. I didn't mean to, but it's there and it's. <laughs> and we've lost her. <laughs> telling somebody that they have the option to join a referral-based lead program is not providing you leads. You can join those referral-based programs on your own. You do not have to be a part of a team right. to get them. Yes. You can do it on your own. And the referral-based programs would be like Opsity. Yeah, but I remember at one point in time, feel, I mean, I, I do know that your brokerage has to be um, subscribed to Opsity. I know that, um, but all you have to do is the back, like paperwork, like submit your stuff to Op City, and then they accept right. it. 
Yeah. It's not this elite program that everybody thinks it is. Right. It used to be, I think. Um, so admin support is also something that you're getting from a team. You're getting a specialized transaction coordinator. Um, you're getting marketing done for you. So basically the way that a team is set to be is that as an agent, you should only be doing your top 20% and that 80% should be leveraged somewhere else. So mm -hmm. you should be going on your appointments. You should be writing your contracts. Um, working with your clients, finding new clients, and then you have somebody on the backside doing all of the other work for you. But the way that our team specifically does this is, um, A, we work together and fill in where we can. We had um, a team member who had to leave unexpectedly this week, um, and she just messaged and said, hey, I need to show this house. Who can help? Right. And we step up um, and then our, <clears throat> I'm still scratchy from last week, but our um, brokerage also offers transaction coordinating services. So if that's something you struggle with, you can um, hire a transaction coordinator. And for your marketing, your team can be your vendors. Yeah. Your team doesn't have to be that tree trunk that we talked about a few minutes ago. Your team is whatever the hell you want it to be. Yeah. And our the way that our you know modern model works is that you can have multiple teams within your team. Okay. I think that's so, the whole end point goal. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, we're here in North Carolina, but if we have somebody who joins our elite team and they're in California, they can have their own team over there as well. They can have their own team in California. They can have their own team in Oregon, Ohio. Chicago, they can have their own team anywhere they want as well, because with our model, it allows you to grow all the way out, right? That's right. Because we're not so, trying to go, I keep making these trees. We're not trying to go straight up yeah. or straight down. We're trying to go out because we want to reach as many people and share this with as many people as possible. And the only way to do that is to grow outward instead of straight up. Right. We're not trying to be on top. We're not trying. I don't know how to say it. I'm just so passionate about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> and the awesome part is, is with, you know, this team being everywhere, we're able to learn from each other right. in, in so much more of a capacity of being stuck in that little box. So, I mean, since COVID and stuff, it really opened up the doors for everybody to realize, wow, like Zoom, um, you know, meeting Facebook groups and all of this stuff. So, I mean, we meet so much for trainings. We do virtual trainings. You know, our brokerage offers 8 million hours a week of It's overwhelming how much training there is. So much. But just our elite team, you know, just within our group, um, and these are people all across the States, we meet Mondays on Zoom, we do. Um, Monday motivation and accountability. We do Fridays, we do trainings, right? We do um, a live training via Zoom um, and we plan out a whole entire calendar of all of these trainings. Tuesdays, we meet for all of our shenanigans for our live podcast. Tuesdays are my favorite day. Yes, mine too. And there are, we also have multiple hours throughout the week as well that do different types of training. 
um, that are a bunch of other people doing trainings as well that are just part of, you know, our team as well. Right. Um, accountability. If you need it, we got it. Like we have created within the um, Facebook groups that we have, within the Zoom calls that we have, everything is lined up that if you need accountability, you probably have more than you need. Yeah, we're a firm believer that everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs a mentor. Speaking of, I told everybody last week that I was going to create a video. Do you remember that? Yes. I created my video, but I have not sent it out. But I created it. Yep, you just created it yesterday, so you got I time. I did. Because I didn't want to come on here and tell people I didn't do what I said I was going to do. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Next. Um, startup costs. Stuff is expensive and it just keeps getting more and more expensive. So you want to join a team because they're going to help you, right? Um, what We can't help a whole lot with this because we just don't have an open checkbook. We wish we did. We would start and provide everybody's business that we could. Um, but we are here to offer support in finding resources for you. Yes. Um, your MLS trainings that you can do for free, um, the brokerage trainings that you should be taking um, part in and learning from those. Um, I think that if your brokerage doesn't offer you business cards, your brokerage is broken. Stupid. <laughs> brokerage is, your brokerage is broken if they don't even <laughs> offer you business cards to get started. Broken. I got really cool ones from EXP. They were like 250 cards. And I still have 250 of them left. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we, that's not something that we can help a whole lot. Um, yeah. But we can help you find the resources. And that's just yeah. being very clear. I mean, at our whole entire free. Our whole entire team is so freaking helpful. It's sickening. So all you have to do is ask. That's it. That's Just right. ask if you need help. It doesn't matter if you're in Idaho. It doesn't matter if we're in North Carolina. It doesn't matter if you're in Florida. You need help. You ask. We'll get it for you. You know what would be really cool is um, if in the Facebook group, if we, I mean, I know you do like self-promotion Sundays. Yep. But if we could create some like, traction on that or some sort of like engagement on that for. to let people know like almost like a fee like a service for a service that would be really cool let's put more thought into that okay I like that okay okay you'll have to elaborate a little bit more on that well like I'm talking about like marketing expenses right so maybe somebody's really good at designing a business card yes. whereas somebody else is really good at designing an open house flyer Yes. I mean, that's how the team collaborates. So. Correct. Yeah. And that's how we do it as well. And, Mark you know, speaking on that marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Actually, our team, you know, we have graphic designers and we actually create everything. So when you join our team, you're getting, you know, our, you know, buyer listing appointments, the presentations, you're getting an email signature, you're getting all of your marketing and it's all free. It's all included. How many documents do you have in the Google Drive? Like if I were to log into the Google Drive right now, how many documents would be available to me? Uh, I have no idea because I actually have them on a spreadsheet with Canva templates too. 
So, I mean, it's, it's mind blowing the amount of templates and everything you get and, and pretty much everything is completely customizable because guess what? You don't have to use our branding. That's right. You can, because it's awesome if you want to, but you can use your own. Um, accountability again, our community of the elite agents is here for you. We're designed to be accountability for what you want and what you need, not anything extra. Like if you are not somebody who wants to be held accountable, I mean, we have definitely have a couple of agents who are like, no, like I'm not going to be making a certain amount of calls every day. Like that's, that's not how I function. And that's fine. She, she is very independent. She does her own thing and that's fine. It works for her. And that's what we're here for. We're here to support you, your goals, your visions, and whatever they are. That's right. Like I sent her a text yesterday when we were doing our Monday motivation and I was like, Hey, jump on our Monday motivation. And she's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Text me later when you have more time to chat. That's right. Fine. <laughs> that's right. Um, some people just want their hand held. And that's okay. We like to do that. Yeah. We're actually, here. That's what we're really good at. Um, we, Jess is actually a mentor. Like she's a real estate mentor. Like, do you have a license to do that? What do you? I am a certified right? mentor and I am also a certified coach. I am an uncertified <laughs> therapist. She is a leader. I'm an uncertified Uncertified basket. Yes. We're going to add that to your email. I love to ignore my own issues by helping other people. So I'm here for you all day. Um, we kind of talked about startup costs already. Um, again, we can't write a check for you, but we can help you find the resources. You know what? One really good resource is Go to every single open house and eat lunch for free. I love Panera box lunches, <laughs> especially when they splurge and get a cookie. I like when we do taco Tuesdays or the taco bars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We have a lender who spoils us. Her actual like signature, her like, phrase is closing deals in heels eating tacos yeah she took it a step further like you can't beat that that's that's who you need to partner with if you need that lender info you let us know <laughs> and training and coaching yeah that's what we're here for that's yeah what and we're speak for literally yep we live for it So we will, um, you know, if you want to see, you know, all the training, um, you know, free training, like everything we have is free, the free leads, free training, free education, free how to fish and get your own leads, free everything. Okay. Um, if you want to see, you know, an inside scoop of that, you know, let us know, hit us up. Um, I think actually we were talking yesterday and we're going to do a... Um, maybe next week, right? We're going to do a nighttime drink with us after hours. Let's drink about it. Let's drink about it. Get it? Yes. Let's drink about it. And so let's think about it. Yeah. 
Um, and we're going to dive a little bit further, but it'll be more of a Q&A where everybody can come and hang. Yeah, just bring your questions because we want to know what they are. Like we can't grow without you guys. Yeah. We don't know what your issues are until you tell us. Yeah, and our business model is a true partnership. Like we grow when you grow and we want you to be the best you can be. And so we want you to tell us what you need. That's right. But I need to mastermind with people too. So like I need new people yeah. to hang out with. That's right. So we're super excited about that. Um, we're hoping that we can do that next week. Um, some of the other things that we also have in the works is we have the 30-day listing challenge coming up that we are ecstatic about. I'm really excited. Um, and that's going to kick off on February 28th tentatively right now. And that first week is going to be a five-day jump start where we're going to do like hardcore training before the 30 day challenge kicks off so that you guys already have um, some fun stuff in there. So the link to register for that is in the Facebook group and we will be sending out the workbook with the full calendar and stuff soon as well. Um, also, we're going to send a little bit about joining our elite team because we would love to talk to you and see if you would be a good fit for joining our elite team. Um, that is, you know, again, our untraditional modern team that we really feel like we have taken the best of the best parts of being on a team for you. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, do you think we did a good enough job explaining? I mean, I know that this was a hard podcast for us and it was hard for us because like I said in the beginning, it's, it's vulnerable because we're sharing something that's really new. It's almost like when, um, what's, who invented electricity? Albert Einstein. The guy no. that invented Thomas Edison. <laughs> Whatever oh he was. Oh people God. thought he was crazy when he started it. You know that? Yeah. You know, and I don't think we, we mentioned this, but actually, you know, this is probably one of the biggest things. And I don't think we even said it, Athena, but our team has no splits. That's very true. We didn't even say that. Because we don't even think about it anymore. I don't think about it. Yeah. We have no office fees. We have no team splits, guys. Yeah. Our girls come here and they sit at their desk. Well, we don't even sit at our desk. Everybody no, has a desk. But we, but we have agents that are not in our office. Yeah, there we is no agents. office fee. Right. But we have agents that are, are in other states and stuff as well. So, um, but our team model, you know, is you keeping your money. That's, that's the big thing. Right. I think we went over a lot of stuff. It's probably pretty overwhelming actually. Yeah. So we're just going to let you guys take yeah. a minute and let that all soak in. Yeah. So, but we want you to reach out and let us know if you have any questions. Or if you think we're crazy because we feel like we are some days. Some days yeah. we sit back and wonder if we are. This is, I mean, I get, I get told all the time that this, this model isn't sustainable. And what am I doing by not charging agents to be a part of my team? I get told that constantly, almost a month doesn't go by that somebody doesn't say that to me. I think I tell you that sometimes. And you know what? They are completely wrong because it does work. And you know what? 
they're happy and they're growing and they're keeping all their money. And the other thing is, is in our brokerage, these agents will be able to reach milestones that other people wouldn't be able to yeah. if we did the 50-50 splits. That's right. Okay. So we have given so much stuff today. Um, so much. That's probably, we love you too. Um, that was I don't know who you are. I need to unwind from that. Yeah. So we're going to go dance it out because that's what we do. We're going to blast the music um, and unwind a little bit. But yeah, this was action packed, full of stuff today. And we really, 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 really want you guys to take the time for yourself and really listen to this episode and the stuff that we're providing for you and see if our model will work for you. If our model will work for you to expand unlimited revenue streams, right? And your own teams and whatever else it is that you want to do, we want to help you succeed. So take the time to listen to this all, absorb it, ask us questions and then let's talk if the modern real estate agent elite team is right for you. Okay. Do you have Calendly links posted anywhere? They are in the Facebook group, but I will post a recap post today about some of the stuff that we talked about with links to go to. Okay. So talk to us. There are other team leaders in the group on the elite team. So if you have had a conversation with them, feel free to reach out to them and ask them about the elite team. Okay. Um, but you can also reach out to us and ask us anything. We are an open book. We literally will share anything with you. I probably will share too much, just so you know. Yep, you'll have to keep her on track. I will probably cry. <laughs> That's <laughs> mine. I'm, I'm the crier. <laughs> but we love you guys, honestly. And you know, this, this group, this team, everything was created for you guys, seriously. Okay. So we're going to end on this high note. I'll do the recap. I'll post the links and stuff, but let's keep this conversation going. Okay. We're so excited. Good. What, uh, what are we going to do next week? Oh, what music are we going to dance out to? So we have an entire YouTube music playlist. Okay. But I think we should tell them our secret. Do it. Um, we have a um, theme song and that is woman by Kesha. Yes. Whenever we have to listen to it as loud as possible. Whenever we feel defeated or losing control over our lives in our personal or professional, we play woman and we play it loud, which is probably why the neighbors moved out. But it's fine. It's fine. We're going to get better neighbors. <laughs> but we have an entire playlist um, that is hardcore, mostly nineties, two thousands, um, with some awesome newish music, like, um, Kesha's woman song. Um, but mostly it's just badass music. So happy to share the playlist with you guys. Um, but I hope to see you guys all next Tuesday. Yeah. See y'all next Tuesday. All right. Bye friends.